It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Um, we were we were talking off air. Um, As we often do. Um, so Hunter Biden is going to, has agreed to testify. And you know he'd have well, never done that. he's agreed to testify publicly. Yeah. So he know he'd have never done that unless he knew something they didn't. He knows there's nothing to it. And if he if he said if he cops to I'm a crackhead I should if he does some stuff where he just does a mea culpa yeah but it's hard there's to, a lot of crackheads out there <laughs> let's not bring my cousin into it <laughs> there me. are it's, what is that I mean but listen. I think that I think that just like this abortion issue is crazy because mess around and you get what you ask for and you don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. okay you know when Hunter Biden asks all your questions and you can't prove and you anything see there's nothing to nothing there to then see you're gonna be mad yep. Then that's going to be one thing, but that, that's kind of what happens. So. Do you think? That, do time. you think they're anticipating that? No, them, them dummies. No, don't, don't. I'm just saying, if you know that he's willing to do this, you don't think they you, have. No. Okay, let me tell you something. These they, are the same people that had a, a thousand elections because they thought that they were going to be able to pa- get a speaker at the house. They don't. They, True. Nobody does that out in public. <laughs> they, they usually people take those fights behind public, but these idiots did it in front of everybody and let them know they were incompetent. So no, I don't think. I don't think. I think they're a, a couple of the dumbest. Most insincere people, and we'll see how this works out. It'll be great TV. When you thought Jim Jordan was going to be the speaker of the house, that's how you know you're stupid. He's an idiot. (laughs) You can see everything except kids getting found out why they're wrestling. (laughs) Happy birthday to Chrissy Teigen. She she used to be great on Instagram. I mean, she used to go to people. At, uh, she she stopped because, you know, she wanted to focus on her family. Well, I think what happened was that one time that they pulled up that old tweet and they said it was, you know what I mean? The girl she had a uh, yeah it was that too though but then she just decided because you know she has uh, the new baby but then she had another baby with yeah, the surrogate yeah, yeah. and so now she's just you know they got a full house over what there is, what, is, what does the surrogate after get after that's over just, money that's it yeah that's a, that's what you need money oh wow so just all the medical expenses and, and then they give you that's money <laughs> yeah you can get you can just pay to get rid of those stress marks, marks. With you. I mean that's it you get paid Dismissed. to get rid of them just saying yes. <laughs> happy birthday to uh, Ben Stiller very funny dude happy birthday to Bo Jackson happy birthday to Billy Idol happy birthday to Ro Timmy Andre Coleman on Power happy birthday to Ralto Jones the original Black Power Ranger happy birthday to Clay Aiken happy birthday to Richard Smallwood you don't want your name being Smallwood you know he ain't black oh, he's a black, he's a black yes, he gospel is. singer <laughs> Don't well, then he, he's gonna be home on Saturdays a lot. Happy. It's, it's, it's a girl. It's a girl with the artificial spit and it's rigid small wood. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, Pudge Rodriguez. Happy birthday to Woody Allen. Happy birthday to Winston Churchill. Happy birthday to Mark Twain. Mark Twain and um and uh, Helen Keller are my two uh, favorite historical figures. Mark Twain and I. Over nice. Dr. King and Malcolm X? Really? Yes. They're two, my two favorite historical. I can say, you can say over anybody. I told you. By definition, if okay. I said these are my two, then you ain't got to ask me who else I'm including. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why'd, you, why'd you grunt on Woody Allen? Just, I'm just curious. You know why. He makes everybody grunt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of That's the only way you're going to get adopted. I know that. Um, happy birthday to Dick <laughs> Clark. Happy birthday to Robert <laughs> Young. Happy birthday to. Put the K on it? <laughs> Ephraim <laughs> Zimbalist Jr. Happy birthday to June Pointer. Happy birthday to Shirley Chisholm. Happy birthday to Gordon, Pox, Gordon Parks. And of course, happy birthday to Paul Westfall. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Time for what is trending. Like the kid, kid 
Jazz man. What man? Uh, tell these good people what's trending. So there's a video that's gone viral that has brought that old question back up again, as it always does, about, you know, punishment of children. I don't know if you saw this grandmother whipping these kids. I was actually proud. Well, they, they weren't praying? They were they was, they was playing right. while she was praying. And she went and got a belt. <laughs> and the next thing you knew, the little girl was sitting like this. Yeah. And the boy was like, oh. And they, the rest of them kept laughing, too. So that's They great. straightened up, yeah. So, of course, it you know brought up the question as to whether or not it is appropriate to whip children like that. Anymore. Those kids it is. Yeah, you could tell Those they knew. Kids. They knew yeah, what they, they were doing. They waited to start. She didn't praying. even care. She has a fro. She ain't gonna care. She, of course not. <laughs> her snapback was ridiculous. She, she was like, no. poop, poop, poop. I was like, wow. See, I don't, I don't believe in um, spare the rods. No, poop. no, I ain't sparing nothing around Once here. Once your mm-hmm. grandmama can't even put a pon- hair in a ponytail, you are gonna get a lot of ass whoops. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you gonna get some whoopings? <laughs> You can't even do this right here, boy. You better get your ass. And if it's if it's salt and pepper, forget it. Yeah. Are you better for whoopings? Yeah. In some I cases. I don't know if that's true. Hey, um, listen, Africanus. Let me tell you something. This is our show. Don't come <laughs> up. <laughs> wow. Anyway, also trending. Uh, did you see I'm going to hit Robert- that with a yam. I don't know Did you see Robert De Niro during the Gotham Awards? No. Man. When I t- so he wrote his speech. And now I didn't know you could do this, but I guess when you're Robert De Niro, you can. You write your speech, you give it to them, and they put it in the prompter. Well, they edited it out. All of the bad things that he said about Trump, yeah. edited out all of the stuff that he said about this, the current state of the of the country, and he at the end put it right back in. He said, "Hold on, hold on, wait a yeah. minute." <laughs> you know what they did? They edited my speech and didn't even tell me until I got up here. And now I'm seeing it's not right. there, and I'm going to read it right now. And yep. he talked about John Wayne. He talked about you know, and the end, the whole Indian situation. He talked about Donald Trump. He laid them out. Yes, he did. Robert De Niro don't play he that. He date black women. You know he he know he, he, about not. About. he, he heard all around. this last night. He about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud. I was very proud moment. Yeah. That's what's true. What was that? What what else happened at the? Uh, Tell them about the Indians. Right? Oh, everybody was talking about Dolly Parton. Oh yeah, I have. I was going to save that for what you learned, but I'll go ahead and tell you now since you ruined yeah. it. Dolly Parton know that had on an out, she was uh, had on a Dallas Cowboy she, cheerleader she, uniform and, and looked better and than some of the cheerleaders. She looked. Amazing, yes, but a lot of people felt that she was too old to be dressed that way. Hey, okay, now it's for a show. It was for a show, and it was a. It's better than when Cher was scooting around in the Super Bowl. That was Madonna. Look, Madonna, Madonna, bro. She's looking like Sergeant Elias. Remember that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I thought when Madonna was scooting around in them hot pants, I fit got physically ill. Man, I was like, come on. <laughs> I was I was like uh, like a prayer my ass I'm like uh uh-uh. I thought she looked spectacular Dolly Parton looked spectacular I thought so yes she thought looked, she looked great she looked spectacular better than some of them cheerleaders bro she did so. she did just jealous but yeah, that's what she trending. did now you know it was weird to see her uh, depends thong hanging out of that but that was <laughs> kind of, well she did have on a bodysuit I think that was smart but she still the bodysuit had Tupperware at the bottom just tell you guys. <laughs> DL coming up with can't compliment her and then take it back. She switched. She was. <laughs> she looked great. She looked spectacular. There's no Tupperware involved. I can't. I can't get your glasses out. Get your teeth out there. Everything. Come no, in. Come no. It was great. I can't. Come here, we got a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, whether it is Islamophobia or anti-Semitism or hatred of gays or Asian hate or hatred of black people or hatred of Mexican Mexican and immigrants, the one thing that is constant in America is hate. Now, the names of the groups may change. Even the reasons may change. But the constant is that hate exists. Now, everybody 
will be who is considered other at some point. Those communities have invariably been targeted. Right now, the latest iteration is uh, Islamophobia or anti-Semitism. But just before that, uh, four people were killed in Jacksonville, Florida, just because they were black. We don't have to recount the number of times uh, three or four years ago in 2018, somebody walked into a synagogue and 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 murdered uh, 12 people. And last year at, at Topps grocery store, they murdered 10 people. And these are all uh, a couple of years ago in El Paso. They murdered 20 people. So the people who are hated uh, may vary. The groups and the reasons who are targeted may vary. But the haters never do. The people who are doing the hating never do. There are always different iterations. And, and, and generally, the only predicate that needs to be is that you need to be another. You could be gay. You could be black. You could be uh, Latin. You could be uh, Asian. You could be uh, a Jewish. You could be a Muslim. You could be Arab. The two things that are constant in America seem to be hate and groups who are singled out who are other. And it's constant all the time. I guarantee you that if you say uh, commencement with a spike in Islamophobia or a spike in anti-Semitism, I guarantee you can check the other boxes, too, because they're experiencing exactly the same thing. So when people talk about this new iteration, the cycles change, the reasons change, the epithets changes. But the idea that hate permeates our environment and is and is allowed to. Like out of all the people we've called terrorists, the one dispensation that has never been given, that designation has never been given to white terrorists. It's never been given to neo-Nazis groups. It's never been given to KKK groups. They've never been called terrorists. Everybody's been called terrorists. Martin Luther King was called a terrorist. Nelson Mandela was on the terrorist list until 2018. But the one constant thing in this nation is that someone who is other than a specific group in this country will always be hated and victimized and targeted. Sometimes the target moves from me to you or you for her or him to him. But if you are an other in this country, you best believe at some point in this nation, somebody from your community or reflective of your community will be targeted. And the, the haters uh, the hate, the people who are the victim of the hate, they may vacillate. They may be different, but the hate whores are never. They're always the same. It is always the same groups for whatever the reasons are. They're always easy to find. You know exactly who they are and we never call them what they are, which is terrorist. Hate is, a, is as American as apple pie and the people who who perpetrate the hate are, are the usual suspects. Everybody knows exactly who they are. The sad thing about this nation is every group who is an other will have their turn in the barrel. The groups in the barrel will be, be, be varied, but the people who are shooting in that barrel will always be the same. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. The Supreme Court ruled that two Arizona lawmakers must testify about their reasons for supporting state laws requiring proof of citizenship for voting in federal elections. The court's brief order gave no reasons, which is typical when the justices act on emergency applications. No dissents were noted. The Justice Department, uh, the National Democratic Committee and Civil Rights Group challenged this particular state law, saying that it violated laws that have been enacted with a discriminatory purpose. I can't find the reason. Not one. Why you don't want Mexicans to vote? Can't find Wonder what the they are. Reason. We know what they are. 
We just don't want you well, to find I love them. you so much. <laughs> anyway. Can't find the reason. Yeah. So hope of a treatment is on the horizon for women who, for women, for people with progressive MS, multiple sclerosis. It's an injection of stem cells from the brain, which appears to counteract the immune system's attack on the brain and spinal cord. After years of injections, people with a high level of disability saw no increase or flare ups of their symptoms. And researchers say that this treatment might even stabilize uh, this particular um, condition, which is good. That's the more further we go along, the more breakthroughs we have. Indeed. Um, so this is very interesting in line of some of the stuff you were talking about when you you talked about the grandmother beat the kids Whooping while they were praying. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. They weren't. They were playing well, said, instead yeah, of praying. Yeah. But uh, I mean, when your grandmother can't put her hair in a ponytail, somebody gonna get their ass for it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Come on now. She got that little piece back. She's frustrated. <laughs> she's like, like a little afro. Uh, like uh, my whole head is edges. I can't take this from you. <laughs> and it was Thanksgiving. She just cooked all now. night. Come on now. Never she wore Bay Red. Come on, Nick. Come on, Bay Red. Bay Red. Somebody get the ass whooped. Mm-hmm. A father uh, 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 makes his daughter. Uh, a dad makes his sixteen-year-old daughter shave her head after she bullies a girl with cancer. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, was the punishment appropriate or abusive uh, I'm going to leave that up to you uh, because I'm a little close to that but uh, father he uh, he uh, made his daughter shave her hair uh, because she was bullying someone you got to be a special kind of horrible person to do something like that mm. that's not just about being a child a juvenile adolescent if you're doing something like that what he's showing you is I taught this bra right she acted wrong sure that's what he's teaching. Right. But he made a shave head. Do you think that was appropriate uh, punishment? 877-242-2426. Also, hit us up on Twitter, D.O. Hughley Radio, or on Facebook, The D.O. Hughley Show. And the website is thedohughleyshow.com. Okay, we got to begin to your calls directly. It is The D.O. Hughley Show. The question we're asking a father makes his 12-year-old daughter shave her head after he gets news that she was bullying a cancer patient. Do you think the punishment was too far? We're going to go to our social media platform, especially LK. What are they saying? So we have uh, Byron from South Dakota, and uh, Byron says... South Dakota? (laughs) Yeah, we have fans there, too. And uh, anyway, uh, Byron said, um, absolutely, it was justified. Uh, A lot of things can be for clout, but don't play with cancer. Yeah. I think that... That's a special kind of cruel thing. Like, there was a it girl really where I grew up, uh, uh, her name, she had cancer for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't, what, we didn't know what that was, we knew that she was going through something. And nobody, we just, she got a pass. we weren't the nicest people ever growing up. We were cruel kids like everybody else. No. But there are certain things you just don't do. Well, even in this case, I think that just shaving the head is, is not even enough because she, she I thought you, even, you know what I thought? I thought you were going to be uh, mad that she got her hair shaved. No, I, initially I was, and then I found out that she even snatched the wig off of the cancer. Oh, yeah, she needs a beat down. I'm so glad yes. to hear and know that you know me because I was yeah. going to say yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> and then I read a little bit into it and saw she snatched her wig off of her. They just snatched her ball head. Yeah, well, they plan on doing that. That's lucky that's all he made her do. Yeah. How old was she? Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Evil. And ass. they were they were having an argument over a boy in class. Wow. I guess, you know. I never thought that. I was probably like, you know, something, something, something made fun of her cancer and snatched her away. Oh, you got to Live long enough, baby girl. Look Mm -hmm. here. That's why I say you should never put your hands on a woman, but that don't mean you can't pay somebody. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think we can say that. <laughs> if you can be messing with cancer patients, yeah, I need to hire an ex-con well, female for they you. Did. They didn't have to. The father said we're going to snatch you both. Yeah, that's it. Well, what, what, they, what the father did was they gave her two choices. They said um, they will throw away every single piece of electronic that you own and never buy you anything else again. Or you can go to the hairdresser and get a cue ball haircut right. and completely shave your head okay. bald. Right. Well, Sinead O'Connor it is. All right, we got to be there. Surprise, can't lose my Instagram. No, surprise, no. it's both. I'm going to be cool. I, I would have said G.I. Jane, but I don't want my ass whooped. So uh, we're going <laughs> to... Uh, we got to get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Will Smith on line three. Hold, hold on, wait a minute. What? Don't worry, Dad. I'll keep you safe from the Fresh Prince. There you go. <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment, indictment update. update. Remember that if you are in Kansas City uh, tomorrow, I'll be there. Kansas at, City? Yes, at the T-Mobile Arena with myself, Eddie Griffiths, uh, Seth the Entertainer. We got, uh, we have, of course, Felipe Esparza and Gary Owen for the laughing gas here. Eddie Griffiths put that all together so we're going to have a good time then the following day we're going to be at the Cleveland Improv on Saturday two Saturday uh, one Sunday so come check us out the question we're asking a father finds out that his daughter has been bullying a cancer patient a, a, a girl a classmate a cancer patient and not only does she bully her she snatched her wig off in class mm. Mm. I, I think I just don't understand the wanton cruelty of some people and and to me like like they time you you used to be mean to the midget and he said wait 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 <laughs> yeah. what did you say no the time you were you used to tease that midget and he went, first of all we don't use that word here okay okay what, what did you call all, him back then <laughs> second of all he was far from a little person he was a big guy I was making fun of him because <laughs> he had an accent yeah right and so when he would speak I would imitate him. Making fun. Knock him out, Jackman. Yeah, it sounded a little bit like that. And he picked up a chair with one hand and chased me yeah. down. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and I deserved he, every step yeah. of that. Obviously, he didn't catch you because he didn't catch yeah. me though. Because I'm still, I'm yeah. still, you know, yeah. I'm not yeah. slow or anything. He was motivated by a chair. Yeah, it was a big chair with all these yes. and chairs. It's yes. crazy. What's his name? Tattoo. Never utter his name again. I bet, you know. <laughs> I bet, I bet he working lazy boy as we speak. Um. <laughs> He's a bouncer for James Fortune. <laughs> what? Yes, man. Yeah, James Fortune. He nice and brought around with some chairs. A little bit. Um, um, what do you think? You, so, you, uh, more, but you think? Because she is. I mean, she's sixteen. She, they do dumb things. What do you think? Yeah, that's a lifelong that's a lifelong lesson. I, I think he did a good job. I mean, I I believe she should have been waterboarded. Like yeah. that's wow, he's wow. African. Okay. Stop it. That's wow. to listen to me. That's yeah. traumatic. That girl is in there, and you pull kids are mean. Kids were mean when I was coming up, but you pull yeah. I, I, I Afri- African mean. booty scratcher, all kind of stuff. Right, but you pull someone's wig off like that's yeah. you don't know how that. Yeah. And these kids nowadays, it's different we were told just to walk it off right. you do something like you don't know the after effects of that so, I, 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 and she's could've. already going through something right yeah that's people are just wanting. so waterboarding even yeah that was wow a that's a lot <laughs> Africans that's a different continent there <laughs> remind me to only stop at Portugal I ain't going there <laughs> don't go further <laughs> spent wow, time in Guantanamo right. Bay recently yeah, yeah man yeah, no, you must have really been bullied in school this is Baghdad Bob let me get everybody back 
Bad it was, we was having a great time. I think they were playing. That's got appropriate. Got me flashbacks. Yeah, I know. Somebody give him some berries. Bury him up to the neck. What? Listen, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to Drop Squad off the air. We got to get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, the father finds out his daughter has been bullying, his 16-year-old daughter has been bullying a cancer patient in her class, says the wig off. Uh, so he makes her shave her hair. Is that too far? Uh, what do you think, Kyle? Absolutely not too far. Like, she, like, a cancer patient for what? Like, come on, man. I don't think she should be waterboarded, but yeah, she, yeah. she that, I think that was, ju- I think that was just punishment. That was Edie Amin over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last That's king of Scotland over here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'll beat your ass, but I'll draw the line at waterboarding. Yeah. See, Carrie Washington Ooh. cut up on the table in there, buddy. <laughs> You've been a bad boy, Nicola. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have got something wow. for you. Come here. I have got something for you. Yes. you have been Convince me. Jesus. <laughs> he meant that, too. Man, man, hey, man, make sure you don't leave no hair around here. It'll be a doll. I'm not, uh-uh. I won't do that. That might be what's wrong with your foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> might be. Time for a race. see how much he talks now. Listen, we're going to get back. We're going to sit over and talk to the Junja Wee. We're going to be right back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right back with Hotel Rwanda. It's the Neo Healy Show. It's crazy. In my company. Um, so the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a father uh, finds out his daughter is bullying a, uh, a cancer patient. 16 daughter is bullying a cancer paper patient in her class, and he makes her shave her hair. Um, first off, I would be so ashamed that I raised a child that would do something like that. I would be so ashamed. Really? I'd be so embarrassed. I would have never given her an option. Like the choice of me taking all of your electronics and never buying you anything again, or there would have been no or. I'd have snatched all the hair off yeah. of your body. Are you and Mama the same? More, but y'all come from the same place. Yeah. No, but I, I don't like cru- I don't like cruelty. That's the you so know snatching hair off people's body this, isn't cruel. Well, yeah, one good deed turns another. Yep. I'm just saying she's 16 years old. You can only imagine what she's going through, knowing that she has cancer, something that could potentially kill her mm-hmm. on top of that you know how girls are women yes, period yes, about yes, their hair yes. and how devastatingly traumatic yeah. that is to lose your hair and now you have a wig on and you gonna snatch it off yeah okay right. so waterboarding correct right. waterboarding. Yeah, okay. and, 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 and hair snatching all thank of it thank you man how that, that shifted fast mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you right, anything else you wanna know no. I'm gonna leave it up to you, you and Hannibal we're gonna go to the phones <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the phones I think the father wasn't wrong at all. There's too many kids out here with no morals, no humanity. He did exactly what a parent should do. These kids out here running amok. That's exactly what she get. I bet she won't tease nobody else. I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, these kids and our society as a whole, man, it just needs to be reset. I mean, I don't know if you heard about the one where the the little boy got his wheelchair stolen. As a, as a practical joke, somebody stole the little boy's wheelchair. But when we get to the point that kids don't have no sensibility of some things are just not supposed to be touched, like 
whether or not they gave her a choice to get her head shaved and all that, hey, man, that's just trying to parent in a group of people now that we feel like we ain't got no control over our kids because the government tried to tell you anything and everything you can't do to them anymore. So in this situation, at least nobody got hurt and nobody basically did anything physically you know, to where somebody actually beat someone down, but the emotional problem is going to come from it. But I'll be honest with you, man. As long as nobody ended up dead these days, I'm happy for anybody that can parent their kid halfway through some these days. Kudos to the father. I think he was absolutely right to say that little girl said. I think she's young enough um, for her to learn her lesson. I think the punishment was a good one for her to feel what the other girl felt. And because I think she took it just a little bit too far, I think the punishment was a was a perfect perfect way to teach her that lesson all right we got more of your calls coming up in, in a bit it's the dl hugley show so the question that we're asking ladies and gentlemen father finds out that his daughter has been bullying a classmate uh she uh snatched off her uh her, her uh, wig and she's a cancer patient bullying cancer patient so he he finds out his daughter's doing this he makes you shave her hair off did he go too far we're going to the phones i think that that father was absolutely correct and i'm assuming that the mother went along with it a 16-year-old is not a six-year-old. That's you know, some humanity, some ethics, and some teaching about the quality of life. Sometimes a 16-year-old, it may be the peer, her peer group, but regardless of what it was, yes, I think he, that's, a bit, that's not going overboard. That's not going too far because sometimes you have to teach people what it's really like to walk in someone else's shoes. I think the father was not wrong at all. Because she shouldn't have been bullying somebody that's known that's known to have cancer and being bald headed or well, losing hair is going to be a, an effect of it. So he didn't do nothing wrong at all. Bell ass ain't going to do it no more. I think that the father is nuts. Um, there's other ways of punishing a child where they, first of all, they, he should be explaining or sitting down talking with her about bullying. And I mean, that's just ridiculous. Make her shave her head. What does that prove? I think he was somewhat right because nowadays you have to teach these children abject lessons about what not to do. You just can't let them grow up and continue on doing what they're doing without consequence. That is what's wrong with our young children today. They have no consequences. So I believe the man was right. I bet you she won't go around bullying nobody else no more like she's doing. Let me tell you, if that was my kid, I'll make her shave her damn eyebrows too because her hair will grow back. But that poor child with cancer, who knows what's going to happen with her. So, yeah, he should have made her shave her head and her eyebrows. Guess what? We're going to find out what life is like on the yard with that boy, Trey. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. The D.L. Hughley Show is where it's at. Get ready to laugh and stay informed. Tim Scott. If you take all the people that one or three percent, they still wouldn't add up to Trump's lead. <laughs> they really wouldn't. Right. Yeah. They're only a two in the lead. Trump and DeSantis. And DeSantis is he's, he's 30 points behind. I gotta say he doesn't have it's half. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, she was talking about how she was intimidated uh, by Jamal Bowman, a congressman from uh New York. Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to stop. If she's not intimidated by her reflection, nothing she's scared. Join D.L. Hughley on the D.L. Hughley Show podcast. Available on UrbanOnePodcast.com. That boy Trey is here to tell us what his life is like at an HBCU with My Life on the Yard. I love 
What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey, back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard, Inside Look at HBCU Life. I really feel like my college education is starting to pay off. That feeling usually comes after graduation, but nah, I got me a little jump start. I can real life now say that I can win debates with my parents, you know? Never have had a more liberating feeling in my life. Forget a degree. Being able to effortlessly gag mom and pops, that is the real motivator for me. I was on the phone with my parents the other day. We were just chopping it up, weekly catch-up type stuff. And me and my mom start debating back and forth about our opinions on dreadlocks. See, my mom's, she doesn't really like them like that. She says they look dirty and unattractive to her. And I said, maybe that thought process stems from a little internalized racism. And then boom, the floodgates were opened. We start going back and forth, boom, boom, boom. Before I go further into this though, let me give a little insight. These kind of subjects about generational black trauma, all this, that, and the third, how it's damaged our beauty standards, all that kind of stuff. That is like all Negroes talk about in psych or philosophy or any other class I'm taking right now. I had hella ammunition for a discussion like this. Military grade. But yeah, we go back and forth for a bit. And then here comes dad trying to save her. Superhero. He tries to hit me with some Google search facts. And I come back with some haymakers. Boom, down goes Frazier. Then I had him quiet for a second. Then my dad goes, see what happens after you send him to a HBCU? I did have never been able to beat my parents in any kind of philosophical, ethical, political, social, or intellectual debate like ever. Or like, you know, feel like I win, you know? It would always seem like they would pull out facts from their ass. I don't know. I don't know where they used to get them from. And I just never had enough facts to fight back. But now, after all these class discussions and thought-provoking readings I'm exposed to at my HBCU, I have like military-grade ammunition to fight back, you feel me? But all right, y'all, that's all I got for y'all today. Till next time, this has been That Boy Trey, checking out with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. Thank you, Trey. The militant man, Jamal Kingsley, is going to return. He's exposing racism hidden, hidden in our everyday lives. That's coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your is indictment update. update. Listen, if you're going to be in the, uh, Kansas City tomorrow, I'm going to be there at the T-Mobile Arena with Sid the Entertainer, Eddie Griffith. We got uh, Felipe Esparza and, of course, D- uh, Gary Owen for the Laughing Gas Tour. The following day, I will be in uh, Cleveland at the Improv, two Saturday and one Sunday. So come check me out. So we were talking about mm-hmm. Rosalind Carter. Because she, she was a good woman. Remember Betty Carter? She drank so much, they named a clinic after her. You know how no, much you got to drink when they go? We're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put alcoholism shrine in your name. <laughs> Damn though. passages. We're going to name it Betty Ford. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ford. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what is it? Oh, wait. Uh, Melania All can. I know is Michelle Obama walking behind Melania is yeah. amazing. Because she's looking at her like this chick. Rosalind I mean. They, they they lasted a long time. Did good work, man. They, they did all the way, all the way. Even yeah. even Jimmy Carter, former president Jimmy Carter, still all the way. Remember, he was working on the house, fell and got a black eye, and came right back yeah. two days later. Oh yeah, he's he, all that dude loves God for real. He, he really playing. does, and God loves him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I remember he was. They put him in hospice last year, and he. You know, you're a bad dude when you walk out of that. He, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He came yeah. right about it. It's like yeah. I'm not ready. I got things to do. Well, our prayers are definitely with him. So. Yeah. I know that they, they did not think that he was going to be able to make it Correct. to this because of, you know, his he, condition. But he was like, nah, man, I'm coming to my wife's funeral. Of course, uh-huh. Testament. Absolutely not. Of course, how strong he was. All right. What else do you have to do? Have for the- 
Like Come you, on, stop this. Yeah. Like, bro, it's like, bro, you can take me tomorrow. I'm coming to my wife's funeral. Right? He's going to see his wife. Coming up this hour, we got the militant man, Jamal Kingsley. He's going to return to expose... Well, Skip, you're a cruel man. <laughs> what? <laughs> expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Check Plus, we got calendar. a huge answer. <laughs> 99-year-old oh, calendar. Jesus. Let me check it. <laughs> what else am I doing? Wow. SpongeBob. Wow. Uh, what time is Jello? <laughs> oh, That's that. horrible. But he did you see that movie Seven? Yes. yes. When yeah. the dude they, they take the dude. They, <laughs> yeah, he looks oh like it, uh, Emperor Perfectine. Yeah, terrible guy. people. I'm not even trying to be you. funny. Uh, comment. We got we got Kyle Hughley, aka Special. I'm not. He's a rap producer. Record producer. We're going to hear his latest. Listen, Get it together listen, over listen, here. Look at, you, look at you. We got more of the D.L. Hughley show coming up. I'm trying to get through this, man. It's the D.L. Hughley show. Now, please welcome the middle man, Jamal Kingsley. He's here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. The president pardoned two turkeys for Thanksgiving. And they were white turkeys. Why is it the white turkeys get a presidential pardon, but the black turkeys ended up slaughtered, roasted, and on your table with a side of yams, mac and cheese, and cranberry sauce? Think about it, my brother. And why is it on Black Friday we had to get up early, fight the crowd, and go through the hustle and bustle of the malls trying to buy those gifts. But on White Christmas, all you do is sit back and relax. Is it because the black has to do all the work while the white reaps all the benefits? Think about it, my brother. And while I was in that mall, I saw Santa Claus. You know that white guy who lives on the North Pole? The North Pole? Well, the North Pole was discovered by Matthew Henson, a black man. So in reality, Santa Claus should be black. But then again, a black man coming down your chimney in the middle of the night would have a whole different reception. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. The truce between Israel and Hamas has been extended for one more day. The Israeli military says the temporary ceasefire in Gaza will continue for another day for the process of releasing hostages. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis and California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom will go head-to-head in a televised debate. The 90-minute special will be a chance for each governor to present their different views to a national audience. There's another bad possible side effect of sitting fibroids. Fibroids are those benign growths in and around the uterus and they can cause heavy periods and pain. A Chinese study analyzing data from over 6,000 women found that sitting for six hours a day or more doubled one's risk of fibroids. The association could also be due to higher obesity rates in sedentary women. Other risks that could affect fibroid risk include body weight, number of live births, and sedentary leisure activities. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Hey, it is the the D.L. Hughley show. Your uh, indictment update. So I'm watching this uh, Murtaugh. You know the guy who killed all those people. Yeah, Murtaugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he only got sentenced to 27 years. Yep. 
That was for financial crimes, not the. Oh, that was. <laughs> oh, he that got, was a, yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that's he ain't never financial crimes. Right. right. That's what I say. He's never. Yeah, you got to kill somebody special to yeah. get time. He, uh, he, his family. They have family of murders, right? Dang. Sons kill a bunch of people, then they yep. got killed. Man, I wouldn't want to be a maid over there. They family crest must be gauze. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, so uh, they say Puffy's te- stepping down, temporarily stepping down as chairman of Revolt. Well, he has to. <laughs> he's gonna run. He's toxic right now. He's gonna run revolting. I know that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it, it's, to me, like I said, and I said this, I have the same standard basically as the judicial system. You're innocent to proven guilty, and I think sure. that now we live in a climate where just leveling an accusation at somebody, they're supposed to be. You got to believe everybody. I don't think that that's predicate here, I think here. you you even if you said it they still have to and 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 even though this is anybody who has any amount of money, so this is the funny thing about people puffy settled he did it michael jackson settled he didn't you know what i mean that's people's they're like puffy oh he did okay buffalo settled he must have done it but michael jackson when he settled for about the same amount of money he didn't do it. Yeah, I feel the same way about Bill Cosby. It's like a lot of people were like, Bill "You got to, you got to speak yeah, way up, baby." Microphone. You know, we was we were doing a radio show. So. <laughs> we just can't get it. Are you guys recording this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get talking amongst each other. How cute can I join? Yeah, <laughs> But she makes a good point, though. You couldn't hear her, but she said, <laughs> just like Bill Cosby, I think that when we like somebody. <clears throat> Without question, they, then they have they look yes. at them a different way, and, and Puffy for a lot of women, people has a different. Um, see, Puffy has always been Puffy, but Bill was Cliff Huskable too, right? True. You know what I mean? We liked his ego. alter ego. Yeah, yeah. and Cliff would have never done what Bill did. No, no. Cliff wouldn't even hang out with Bill. I'm telling no. you that. No. <laughs> and if he did, he wouldn't go to a bar with him. I know that. You just. <laughs> but Puffy has a different. A lot of people feel a different way about him, and so. If you're inclined to believe the people that you have an affinity for, and you're not inclined to believe the people you don't, and I think it's really the same standard, just because somebody levels an accusation at somebody, if so, what you're telling me is to be antithetical to the judicial system in this country, which is innocent, uh, innocent proven guilty. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, though, I think even if it had gone to trial or if 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 it had been put place before a judge, if they would have found a puffy innocent, he still would have been guilty in the eyes of public opinion he, just because it was said. Now, Aaron Hall, I'm telling you what, mm. if they play that Vlad video, I'm like, goodness gracious. Oh, brother. I heard that Vlad video. I want to pay a settlement. I ain't had nothing to do with it. I'm like, wait oh, a minute. God. It was pretty bad. Oh, my God. Man. Pretty bad. Man. And and and, and, and just to think, he replaced, R. Kelly replaced him, ain't mm-hmm. <laughs> R. Kelly replaced him. Mm. Yikes. Coming up this hour, uh, we got, they had the same voice and the same habits, apparently. Um, <laughs> I was going to eat up. <laughs> coming up this hour, let me, yeah, Aaron ain't no joke. Let me stop. I, know I, 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 I can't get away on one good foot now. Hang on. <laughs> uh, if you're waiting for him to pop the question, do not hold your breath, Jasmine. Give us five brutally honest Reasons men don't want to get married to you by Mike Wangat for mytangle.com. All right, number five would be uh, we love you with or without a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you with or without a ring. I don't need no jewelry to make, say, to speak to my love to you. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with no on that okay. one. Okay. Number four of the top five brutally honest reasons men don't want to get married. We're afraid of losing the spark. Yeah. 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 Well, you're an old married couple. Huh? What are you, a plug? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Number three of the top five brutally honest reasons men don't, men don't want to get married. Divorce is expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's Ask Tyrese. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? It does not benefit men at Number, all. Yeah. Number two of the top five brutally honest reasons men don't want to get married. Everyone tells us marriage is bad. Yeah. It's popular opinion. Yeah. It's not a good thing. And the number one of the top five brutally honest reasons men don't want to get married. Uh, Weddings are expensive. Mm. Some money, basically. Thanks, David. Not as expensive as the divorce, but go ahead. No. And you don't don't get gifts. That's Um, Sherry (laughs) Shepard. It's the Dale Hughley Show. Uh, You're... Indictment update. Indictment update. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, what part y'all came in on, but uh, <laughs> indictment update. It is a. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, if you are in uh, Kansas City, but don't don't uh, forget tomorrow we're going to be at the T-Mobile Arena. Myself, Eddie Griffin. Uh, we have Gary Owen and of course uh, Felipe Esparza for the Laughing Gas Tour. So make sure you come check it out. The following day, I'll be in Cleveland, Ohio at the Improv, two Saturday and one Sunday. Jasmine Sanders uh, and prayers up to to Rosalind Carter, uh, Jimmy's uh, long wife, long standing wife. Yeah. Yep. Prayers up um, to him. Yeah. He needs the prayers. Yeah. She's yeah. gone now. Yeah. She yeah. she lasted a long, she long la- time. She yeah. lasted a long time. <laughs> How long has Jimmy long been in hospice? He ain't going nowhere, is he, man? No, no. man. Um, so, uh, Jam Santa, what'd you learn today? So I see that, um, now I'm not a gamer, right? I don't game, but I am annoyed <laughs> quite a bit by the sound of crunching. Well, apparently Doritos has made a silencer. It's an app created by AI so that when you're eating Doritos and gaming, the crunching won't bother you and other people. You know, they what? made a silencer, made a silencer. I thought silencers were illegal. Mm-mm. Not this guy. <laughs> this is a, it's a, it's a computer program, apparently. I didn't realize it was that that you know. What's the crunch? Big deal. It's crunch. The crunch is what makes it popular. No, the the dust on your finger mm-hmm. makes it popular. Mm-hmm. They say it's the crunch. And like the real dust. Uh, Skip, my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? You know what? We didn't get a chance to uh, talk about this because it happened last week while we were out for the Thanksgiving holiday. We lost Gene Knight. You know, uh, somebody oh, else's guy, oh. Mr. Big Stuff. Who do you oh. think you are, Thank you, uh, Mr. Big Mr. Stuff? Big Stuff. Mm. She's a uh, New no. Orleans, New yeah. Orleans native, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so she. I think she was. Was she eighty? I think. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. He's, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up at the next deal, Hughley Show. If you're not going to happy hour, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House party, and we'll give you another how to song with my day butt of the week. Also, another episode where people get to tell me exactly. F U D L Hughley. If you're F too early, we can't. We don't have anything else to do. It's the DL Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side, Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tap tap. It's the DL Hughley Show. See you on the other side.